T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Councilmember Bowman? Present. Councilmember Farletto? Here. Councilmember Golombek? Here. Councilmember Nowakowski? Here. Council President Pridgen? Aki. Majority Leader Rivera? Present. President Pro Temp Scanlon? Present. Councilmember Wingo? Present. Councilmember Wyatt? Here. Quorum is present. I stand for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Today, uh, we will hear from one of our pastors in the city, or in Lackawanna, uh, but does much in the city. He is the president of the NAACP, and uh, in honor of Black History Month, uh, he has been asked uh, to come and to share today. Pastor Mark Blue. Thank you. I would like to read a scripture from the Easy English Translation, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. So then these are the most important things that I must ask you to do. Each of you should ask God to supply what others need. You must pray for everyone. You must ask God to help them. And you must thank God for what he has done for everyone. I strongly ask you to do these things. You should pray for rulers and for everyone who has authority. You should pray for them so that they may live our lives without trouble or danger. Then we can live for God and we can always do what's right and proper in every way. It is good that we should pray like this and make God who saves us happy. It makes God happy because he wants us to save all people. He wants 
everyone to know what is true. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come and assemble in your presence. Heavenly Father, we are doing what your scripture says. We're praying for our leaders, O Lord, our rulers who have authority over us, Lord. Help them to govern, O Lord, with the governance of Jesus Christ. Help them to know, Lord, that laws and legislations that are passed need to be helpful to each and every one of us. Lord, guide them, their thoughts, O Lord, their teams, O Lord, as we go forward in this work and life that you have given us to do. Lord, we're praying that you touch their families, O Lord, with health and strength. Help them, Lord, to have a sound mind, a mind that is not tainted by others, a mind that is legislated by you. Guide, O Lord, in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Council members, memorials. Council Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, our uh, tax service, uh, the volunteer group that uh, does taxes for people throughout uh, Northwest Buffalo uh, and the entire city, actually, it's at the Northwest Buffalo Community Center, but it's primarily residents of the uh, immediate area. Um, uh, one of their volunteers, Debbie Johnson, passed away sadly and unexpectedly um, this past week. She's going to be very, very sorely missed by her family and her friends. Um, also, a young man that I've known since he was a little kid, Nicholas Biggie, um, he passed away uh, after an illness. Uh, it was a bit of a surprise. He was in the hospital, uh, 40 years old. He leaves behind his wife, Renee Painter Biggie, and uh, uh, children and family and extended fr friends in the Black Rock neighborhood. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, asking for the prayers from the city um, for our Buffalo Police Lieutenant Darren Exum. Um, unfortunately, he lost his dad um, the other day, and he lost his mom last year. Um, so my sincere prayers go out to him and his family um, on their loss. Thank you. We remember the life of a, one of our barbers, ran a barber shop in the city of Buffalo, uh, Richard Dixon. Uh, Richard Dixon was a very active, was quiet guy who came to our church, young guy on every Sunday, uh, and would bring other young men with him. Um, and he's, he just buried his grandmother a few days ago. Uh, and at his grandmother's funeral, because it was so unexpected, he said, make sure if I pass that uh, you bury me at, at Trevethel. And then he passed. Um, and, but just a wonderful young man um, who cared about other, especially young men, and trying to help them uh, to live a better life. And then, of course, for all of the people who have given their life for our country and other countries uh, since our last meeting. And today we remember Turkey uh, and the thousands of people um, who have been affected uh, by the earthquake. We had a little shake. They had an earthquake. And so we remember them today as we pause in these chambers for a moment of silence. Thank you. And Siri. And Siri. Thank you. God bless you. All righty. We have several presentations today. We will begin with Councilmember Rashid N.C. Wyatt. 
Thank you, Mr. President. I want to ask Ms. Zana Reed to come down. And I'm going to read her stuff. I would have just kind of freelanced it, but I'm not going to do that because I'm going to give her the respect. Um, Zana is a model, vocalist, actress, dancer, multimodal teaching artist, and current Miss Niagara. Zana will vie for the job of Miss New York later this year as she continues dedicating her efforts towards art and humanitarian performance. Um, whereas Zana nurtured her talents at Buffalo Academy of Visual and Performing Arts and went to attend Buffalo State of University of New York, y'all messing me up with that one, where she not only obtained a degree in art, but also established herself as a magnum cum laude alumni and a recipient of both arts and humanitarian deans awards at the SUNY Chancellor's Award. And whereas she was a member of the Buffalo State Dance Theater Company and studied at the International Conference in Barbados, but after uncovering the immense joy she felt when working with children, she turned her efforts towards teaching after school activities where she's incorporated kinetic learning and creative movement through the BUMP program. Now, therefore, we, the members of the Buffalo Common Council, hereby recognize Zana Reed's devoted research, innate leadership skills, and continued service to the youth of our city and wish her the best of luck in her future endeavors. And just wanted to say one other thing. Zana um, went out, well, she, went for the Miss Buffalo a couple of years ago. Didn't get it, but she stayed true and went for it again. And now she's Miss Niagara and she's an incredible actress because I saw the performance um, that you were in in Buffalo. So again, thank you so much for what you do for our children and we appreciate you and applaud you for all your Also, going to give us a lovely dance performance. Ooh. No? Oh, no, they changed it on me. Okay. He's funny. Uh, lift every voice and sing to earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmony. Of liberty, let our rejoicing rise. I ask the listening skies, let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the right Son of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won.
Let us march on till victory is won. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now I have a presentation by Councilmember Wingle. Whenever I hear someone sing with perfect pitch, I'm impressed, but then also with the control as well and with the poise. I was honored to hear that iteration of our National Black Negro Anthem today. Can we all please give Ms. Zana another round of applause? I was just talking to a couple of my mentors, they don't know it, but I was just talking to them and I was just saying how to Brother Williams and Brother Scott, how every time I get behind the piano keyboard, the surge of nervousness runs through my body. And it's not until you get in the middle of your craft until you get in your groove. And once you get in your groove, that's when you start making your own music. And today you took our anthem and you made music. Thank you. I was honored and I am absolutely humbled. All that said, we are here today to honor the African Americans Colored Musician Club. And both the president and the uh, board members are here today. So if Brother Williams and Brother Scott will please join me down here, please. I want to just read an excerpt uh, from the website so that we understand exactly how important the African American Colored Musicians Club is to the African American community. Now, music. Come on, come on down here. Music is universal. And it is the love language that we all understand. It does not matter what style of music, what genre of music that you play or that you love. Music will make you move. Somebody say hello. The Color Musicians Club is the only continuously running all black owned club in the United States. Designated as a historical landmark and historical preservation site, it's one of history's triumphs over adversities, pride in African-American heritage, excellence in performance, and inclusiveness. Musicians Local 533 was formed in 1917 during a time when African-Americans were not permitted to join the white union. The following year, members formed a social club which was chartered in 1935. Any black musicians who wanted to perform in the area had to pay a, a fee to the union, whose offices were located on the first floor of the club. Local 533 was the most fiscally responsible, socially uh, progressive black union in the country. Union President Raymond Jackson's stellar managerial skills took him across America as a consultant to other black musicians' unions. The club was incorporated in 1935, utilizing the second floor for performances, practice, and rehearsals. World-renowned musicians like Billy Holiday, Dizzy Glipsy, Count, where's the rest of my paper at? Macy, 
All of these folks frequented this space. The club's museum, designed by Hadley Exhibits in 2018, provides an interactive experience for visitors of all ages. A multimedia archive tells the story of jazz legends who performed there. Teenagers can mix their own music. With the press of a button, young aspiring artists make a musical instrument play. If walls could talk, the Color Musicians Club will speak the power of jazz to bring all races together. The determination to overcome adversity and the invaluable contributions of African Americans to our culture, especially right here in our great city of Buffalo, New York. If anything that we have contributed other than building the majority of the buildings that you see today, blacks of the African diaspora have contributed music to our society. If anything is appropriated and I, from our culture, it's our music. It's the way we move with our music. And we take much pride in our music, which is why I believe God gave us music in the first place. Because in the Bible it says he made music so that we can sing praises. And when we sing praises, he said he adorns himself with those praises. Because when praises go up, I believe blessings come down. And what are those blessings? The very presence of God himself. And we invite and we usher in the very presence of God every time we hit a keyboard, every time we blow through a horn, every time we hit a drum, every time we pluck a string, we are inviting the very presence of God. So with that said, I would like to present this proclamation to the president and the board member, Brother Williams and Brother Scott, right here in our council chambers in February, Black History Month, an appropriate time to present this to these masterful musicians and leaders in our community. Please welcome and help me give God praise and praise these brothers for all the work that they have done in the city of Buffalo. Now you all can speak if you all want to. Good afternoon. For those of you that know me, you know that I'm an introvert and I really don't do well at public speaking. But I could not pass up the opportunity to say this. The esteemed members of this council are elected representatives of our community. But a society is not known by its laws. It's also known by what its people achieve in the arts. Oftentimes it's said that life reflects the art, but sometimes it's art that reflects what goes on on the other side of the coin. What you do is important. When you remove the arts from schools, you remove the soul. You need to remember that the songs, the paintings, the poetries, the readings, the dance, all of these things make us complete human beings. And at the Colored Musicians Club, what we try to do is preserve all of those things that we African-Americans brought to the United States from the continent of Africa, our way of seeing music, which is not upside down. Sometimes we don't use a melody. We are rhythmic. But that is our way of doing things. And at the club, we welcome anybody. Our motto is, if you can play, you can stay. <laughs> and those that don't dare, beware. 
Musicians are a wonderful group of people, but they are short-tempered when it comes to the yard. <laughs> Especially saxophone players that went to Canisius. <laughs> Thank you very much. I welcome each and every one of you to come down and spend some time with us. Our main floor is under construction, so there are no performances, but the museum is open. And it is not a walk around, look at. It is a touch, feel, smell, hear, experience, experience. And I don't think anybody in here has ever been through it the way we do it. I dare you to be square. <laughs> Come on down. Thank you. And by the way, I'm the president of the board of directors. George Scott is the co-founder of the museum and the current uh, program director and events coordinator and board member. And I'll find something else for him to do. <laughs> <laughs> before, before you guys go, get a picture of you. Let's go. George? I just want to make sure everybody knows which district that wonderful club is in. It is, it is an elegant district club, so we are thankful. But great job, uh, council member. Thank you for presenting. All right, we're ready to move on. On a motion by Mr. Revere, second by Mr. Scanlon, the minutes of the stated meeting held on January 24, 2023 are approved. Council members, you have the late files before you. Are there any objections to any of the late files? Now taking away your right to pause the meeting in order for you to be able to review uh, the late files. There are several items that we are going to be taking out of order, including the public hearing, because we know uh, that some folks have other stuff they have to do, but we want to be able to get them on the record. Um, so we are going to take several, three items out of order. Um, did I do everything? All right. Treasury Leader. Mr. Chair, motion to take item 39 from resolution out of order, then item 8 out of CD out of order, then item 7 out of finance out of order. All right. Second by Council Member Noah Kowski. Item number 39, Budget and Personnel Amendment. Mr. Chairman, motion is to approve. Motion As is amended. In the amendment, we don't have to do the amendment anymore. We have a substitution. I, I was told to just approve as amended, or just to approve. Yes. So what we have, uh, just for clarity, so that everybody knows, the we were going to amend the salary amount. The administration just typed it up for us to get it done. So it's, they put a, a new salary amount in of 107 to 130, depending on experience. So we can approve that. Second by Council Member Wyatt. I want to say to the sponsors of this, um, I believe it was Council Member Scanlon, President Pro Temp, and Noah Kowski, is that right? Um, that you all worked very hard. Today was a long day, um, but we worked together. Uh, with the administration uh, for this position. Oddly enough, uh, this position was dug out. It was already there. It had just never been funded. So it was already actually there. But the digging with the resolution, I believe, leads us uh, to a place of having a manager in place that will coordinate with all arms of government, federal, state, and local, which was the, and I'm not going to take away the thunder, I'll just say it was a lot of hard work to get here. Um, but the other day we had an earthquake. 
There is no telling what else we may go through. But I do believe that having this position in place gets us ready, um, not if we have a tragedy, but for the next uh, event. I'm going to go to both of the sponsors to see if they have a comment and then if anybody else does. Councilor yeah. Thank you, Council President. I want to thank you for your leadership and working on pulling, pulling this together. I want to thank my colleagues on the Council and the administration as well the working, for working together to reestablish what we've been referring to as an emergency management coordinator position, which, which will be known as a Homeland Security coordinator. Um, I think all of us know how when an emergency situation unfolds, typically they unfold rather quickly. And uh, you often hear about essential personnel only responding, things like that. I, can, I can't think of anyone who would be more essential than an emergency coordinator or homeland security coordinator who can then quarterback the situation in an ongoing effort. Um, we, unfortunately, in the past year or so, have seen some, some terrible incidents take place in the city of Buffalo, whether they were natural disasters or the, the horrible shooting last May at Tops. Uh, we have to have someone in place who can coordinate these things as they unfold in, in live time. In addition to being able to coordinate with all the essential departments and essential employees, uh, elected officials to get information out, whatever they might be doing in response to these situations, this position's extremely important in other ways. It, this position can handle all the pre preparedness, the mitigation, the response, and the recovery. It can put together planning and execute planning and administer planning for elected officials, all essential employees, things like that. It can uh, pursue funding to assist in those efforts and also on the, in the aftermath work on securing funds to uh, make us whole as a city. So I want to thank everyone for coming together, working on this position, and I, I can't wait for it to be filled. I agree. Councilmember Nokowski. Thank you, Mr. President. You brought up a, a good point where I told you where I knew what was right was to have, to fight for an emergency manager, and I woke up on Monday morning. I could have said it was God, but it was an earthquake that told us that emergencies are going to happen. And we, the way we address them is by being prepared and knowing where our resources lie and to have proper training to all departments, from the police department, the fire department, to elected officials, to um, more administrators that, you know, especially when it comes to 311 and we have to activate certain units and, and departments that aren't used to uh, working during emergencies that they need to, you know, they're also resources as well. We were joined in the civil service uh, committee, which I chair, uh, by Dr. Gonzalez, who brought up great points, who's been in the field of emergency management for over 40 years and worked for the Department of Energy doing risk assessments, that the council was pretty united and that this is what we wanted. This was our prerogative and we wanted to fight for because the evidence was there and it was very clear. So I'd like to thank everybody for burning the midnight oil and working hard to come together and uh, do what's right for the people because I know that the city of Buffalo is stronger if we are prepared for emergencies. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Anyone else? Council Member Rivera. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Chair, I just want to commend uh, Council Member, Council President Pro Temp Chris Callen and, and Mitch, uh, Council Member Mitch Nokowski and all my colleagues for their support. And I'm sure uh, this is unanimous in terms of our sentiment. Um, unfortunately, we look at disasters and tragedies um, as opportunities to make changes. And the tragedies that we experienced this year have compelled us. And I don't think there's any one position that we filled this year that's more important than this position. I, I can't think of an appointment that we made uh, that's more important than an emergency manager. 
this person is going to be charged with not only preparing beforehand, but even during and even after in terms of evaluation. We met with the commissioners from every department and their action plans, what they plan to do going forward. Now we have somebody or a person that will put together an action plan to cover the whole city, as you mentioned, internally within department heads and outside of government, outside of city government, county and state and national guards, you name it. Um, the incidents of this year have compelled us, I think, more than ever to make these uh, determinations. So I just want to thank the administration as well for their support for this. Uh, I'm looking forward to um, a process that will bring somebody capable of running this particular office, department, unit, um, and this person would certainly respond to the mayor of the city of Buffalo in times of crisis and times of problems, and I think that is very important at the highest level, and that means with the mayor of the city of Buffalo. So I'm looking forward to the process, um, the, the process that the vetting process for this candidate. I hope it's somebody that brings expertise uh, to the city of Buffalo, and I'm certainly glad uh, that they increase the range of pay because that will in increase the pool of people that will apply for this position as well. So thank you yourself for running up and down the stairs, making the phone calls, and then getting back to us. Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me. Councilmember White. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, almost 22 years ago, we had this event that happened on our nation's soil called 9-11. And you would have thought that we would have learned something from that instant where our world was changed forever. Never seen anything so horrific happen in, our, in my lifetime anyway. And so yesterday, having an earthquake happen in Buffalo and one in Turkey and Syria, I guess, too, those are things that we are going to see more and more. And so we need to prepare ourselves. And so I'm grateful that we, with the administration and my colleagues who led on this, that we got this person in place. This is the, the, the heavy lifting that this person's gonna have to do because there's so many things that happened in 2022 that affected us and they continue to happen even today or yesterday. So having this person in place and I'm hopeful that we can get this person within very short time, you know, we need to put a timetable so that it's not something that we kick down the road, it's just a position, I mean, 30 to 90 days, I would think that we could get someone vetted and on, on board um, that, to get this, get this ball rolling. But again, thank the administration and this team of common council members for making this determination and making certain that one of our major priorities as council members is the safety and well-being of the residents of the city of Buffalo. And I think we made that evident today. Thank you. Thank you, Councilmember Bolton. Thank you, Mr. President. I just also wanted to say that I'm, I'm grateful that we're getting this done. We're getting this done today, moving forward. And I'm looking very much forward to working with someone. We've heard so many great ideas, so many things that we can approve upon within emergency management, but that those things take time, money, and effort. So um, I'm excited to get to the table and work with this person uh, for the betterment of all the residents of the city of Buffalo. Thank you. Thank you. Councilmember Wingo. Thank you, Mr. Chair. <clears throat> My father used to say all the time, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. The expectation, though, is for us to have a plan so when something does happen, this person is not to keep things from happening. But when something does happen, 
we have at least a plan in place to address it. And I hope that just in terms of practicality, we don't hold the expectation of this individual so high that we think that when something horrific or some tragedy does happen, that we will be able to swiftly clean it up because we now have an emergency response person. That's not the expectation that I have. And I would like to make sure that we continue to address the fact that this person is a coordinator. That is a skill set, a person who could communicate very well to people who are heads of departments, who are executives of counties, someone who could literally make sure that the egos get checked at the door and lives of people are the priority. So with this position, I'm praying that we do find someone relatively quickly and ensure that the expectation is set right off the cuff so that we are not expecting this person to come in with a magic wand because there is no one that has a magic wand, but to ensure that the person is a legit, effective coordinator. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. All right, Councilmember Glumbin. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Um, thank you. I appreciate the calls that you made today as well. Um, and to my colleagues, Mr. Nowakowski and Mr. Scanlon, um, I think that this is something that is just so very important uh, in the city of Buffalo. Um, and like everybody's mentioned, I mean, who would have thought we would have had an earthquake yesterday? And thank God it was not anything momentous. Um, but one never knows, you know, what is going to happen. And I hope to God that we never, ever have to use this person. I hope that it's a waste of money to fill this position. But I'm thankful that we have it here. And I want to just once again thank you. Uh, politics is the art of compromise in working with people and bringing people together. And you've done a good job on this, as we'll see on, I think, the next item. Thank you. Um, all right. So, Albert, you got a second on that? All right, we, for the first time in all of our time, uh, have a position now that's much needed. Congratulations, thank you. To the citizens, um, I think it's very important. I know it's very important. Next item. Finance, item number seven, budget and personnel amendment for admin and finance. Uh, item is, motion is to approve. Motion is to approve, second by council member Wyatt. On this item, and I'll come right, on this item, um, this is one, and I, and I don't want to go backwards, um, but even when we talk about the salary for the um, emergency manager, it was the administration working with the council that said we wanted to make sure that there was enough there that the skill sets could be there. This one is the request uh, of the city uh, to have a fleet manager. Um, and uh, we heard a lot during uh, this after the storm and probably in some of the reports of the condition of our fleet. And we know that we do have some fleet um, supervisors, but no, no one person who is overlooking um, our entire fleet, alerting the administration of when fleets need to be changed out as kind of a department and then departments have to fight in the budget for what they need. Um, and so that is what this position is for. And I personally think another position uh, that will be beneficial uh, to our residents. Council Columbia. Just one question, Mr. President. This is the one that I was somewhat critical of um, for a few different reasons. Um, but the clarification, is this a budget neutral position? Yes. And does it eliminate 
one or more jobs? Several. Okay. That's so, it, it, very good question. It, from, and, and the administration could send me a note or something because I don't want to say something wrong. It is not adding money that taxpayers have to pay. There are several jobs that are open in the administration, so basically they're saying we will not fill those because we feel that this is more important. Thank you okay, for that yeah. question. No, thank you, because that was uh, when I was discussing with the uh, administration, that was one of the concerns that I had, was that uh, it be at least neutral, if not to our advantage, and if they're getting rid of one or two or three positions, that actually, even if this position pays more, the legacy costs are much less for one person versus three persons, three individuals. Um, so once again, uh, Mr. President, I want to thank you um, for your ability to compromise and work with people on all different sides of this issue. Um, and because of that, and because of the willingness to compromise between our branch and the executive branch, I, I, I will vote yes on this. Well, I'll tell you this, Council. Yes. So what I just told you is correct. I'll tell you this, as we did these negotiations, you were on my mind because I have heard for 12 years legacy costs, legacy costs, and every one of you are on my mind because I've learned what is important to you and what you need to get done and, and your priorities. And so that was, and I'm sure the administration had to do the same thing, but I'll just say this, I knew what your priorities were and your priorities by and large are those of your constituents. So I knew that those would be the concerns. So thank you, uh, Councilmember Member for the question so that there could be clarification. Anybody else on this item? All right, Sec you got a second? Yes. We now have for the first time second position of uh, the fleet manager next item community i want to like click this because it's such a big deal but that will that mean that we're dismissed or we're adjourned so i won't i won't do that all right next item community development item number eight public hearing for disposition 1127 main street hearing second by council member christopher p scanlon and just uh, a note that we are looking at rearranging how we do uh, these public hearings and we're working with corporation council so this may be one of the last ones that we have to have in the chambers during a council meeting um, many of us including uh, our attorney on the um, council councilman Frioletto who asked about it um, feel that it may be better suited in the committee all right Councilor, you have the floor. If you just state your name for the record, I know it. Uh, good afternoon, Council Members. Scott Billman, General Counsel for the City of Buffalo Urban Renewal Agency. Uh, this item seeks approval to uh, sell 1127 Main Street, uh, located on the corner of Main and Best, to Ellicott Development. Uh, the posture of the sale is this. We have gone to the City of Buffalo Urban Renewal Agency board. Uh, the board has approved the sale. Uh, we have made the necessary disclosure and report to the Albany Budget Office. And now our final step for approval for our statute is a uh, statute that the agency falls under is seeking approval from this board. Uh, the uh, parcel is next to 1125 Main, which is the Western New York uh, Vets building, which I believe Ellicott is in the midst of uh, nearing closing on. There's also some vacant parcels behind that uh, structure, so they're aggregating those parcels for a mixed-use project. Uh, the appraised value uh, is $435,000. That will be the purchase price. 
uh, that we would enter into with Ellicott. Uh, Paul Gregory from Ellicott Development is here from, uh, representing the developer and the purchaser if the uh, council has any questions. Is the developer, you say he's here? He is. I think that a brief summary of the intentions of the parcel are important. Good afternoon. Um, several years ago, we acquired the former Our Lady of Lords Church, the rectory, and the school, um, and began working with the city and, and residents to also acquire the St. Paul Mall property. Um, that allowed us to assemble a fairly la large parcel with the goal to be to develop a multi-phase project adjacent to the medical campus. Um, shortly after that, we also uh, secured a contract on the Veterans Housing Coalition building um, and then went to the city uh, and asked to be named the designated developer on 1127 Main Street as well. Um, we received that designation back towards the end of 2020. Um, we were prevented from closing on it at that point because the Veterans Housing Coalition, they were doing a brand new project uh, over on Howard Street and they needed to relocate the residents out of that building before they could sell the building to us. That project is nearing completion and we should be able to close on the building within the next 30 days. So we'd like to move forward with our purchase of 1127 Main Street as well. When we initially looked at 1125 Main Street, the Housing Coalition building, our original intention was to demolish the building and, and do a brand new project on the site along with 1127 Main Street. Given current marking conditions, we're reassessing that and we think we're gonna now leave that building up plus expand it onto 1127, um, which will include a four to six story mixed use building um, we have not had the chance to go through 1125 since we originally put it under contract. Um, once we close on that, we do plan on going through and assessing it from an environmental standpoint, from an engineering and structural standpoint, to see if the building can be renovated. It consists of a number of small apartment units, which we'd like to remove some walls and expand, create something that that's more suitable for, for the current market. Um, as I said, we plan on closing on the building within the next 30 days. Once we do that and assess the integrity of the building and the ability to reuse it, um, we will develop uh, more definitive plans for the overall site and go to planning board. Um, we anticipate that'll be sometime during the late summer that we will have plans and go to planning board for the development. So the so is is your project contingent on the closing of the other building? It is. Um, as I said, we've had it under contract for about two years now. So I'll tell you where my pause is, mm -hmm. is if then the city sells you this parcel of land, which is on a main street, and, um, and then you do not acquire the other building, whether we just have an empty lot sitting there. I understand that. So we felt it was in everybody's best interest, both ours and the city, to tie the purchase of 1127 Main to the acquisition of the Veterans Housing Coalition building. 
which is why we actually delayed the purchase and delayed moving forward on it. As I said, we have a hard contract on it, and they're set to have their last residence relocated out of that building um, within the next 30 days, and we will move forward. So and what we're really looking for today is just the final approval to acquire 1127. We can tie the closings together if you'd like that. So that's exactly what, so what we're going to do is to, I'm going to park this in the committee so that you all can work with the Corporation Council, because the one thing I don't want to see in that neighborhood is so close to the Fruit Belt, and we've worked hard so that developers don't just come in, buy properties, say they're going to do something, and then they don't do it, and then they own some of our gems in our community. Understood. So I'm not, a, and I'm glad, thank you. So we're not prepared to approve, I'm not prepared to vote for an approval on this today, but working it out with Corporation Council, and then if we can tie those dates so that once you close on this property, I would be okay if my colleagues are okay, and then um, you, then us making a decision after you notify us of the closing. So we'll park it uh, in a committee. Yeah, I, we can we can structure uh, an approval um, coming out of this body that is conditioned upon that. Okay, so so. Are you saying that you would? write the condition up with the approval of that so that we, we would approve it with that amendment? Correct. I'm okay with that. So did that make sense to everybody? I know I was doing a lot of talking. So I'm, I'm okay with approving this with the condition being that there must be a closing first on the other property before there is a closing on the city property. Okay. Correct. And will you sit, not now will you please send us the amendment um, that of what what you I think it needs to still come back before the public body, although we are. Karen is going to make sure. So I, I'm sorry. I will Attorney Gordon is going to make sure uh, that that happens. All right. Thank you, Council President. All right. So we, we can approve. We'll close the public hearing. conditions. Opposed mostly. Motion closed. Public hearing. Second by Councilmember Bowman. Motion to approve conditions set by yourself. Second by Councilmember Nowakowski. That works. Thank you. We look for good things to happen over there. All right, we're back to the regular agenda. Item number one, December 2022 Blizzard Report. Motion to send to CD. Second by Council Member Wyatt. Item number two, Quattro Funding Recommendations for Buffalo Arts Commission. Motion to send finance items two and three. Second by Council Member Bowman. Item number four, Certificate of Necessity. Motion to receive and file. Second by Council Member Golumbek. Item number five, December 2022 Cash Flow Report. Motion to send finance items five and six. Second by Council Member Fearlow. Item number seven, notification serial. Motion to receive and file. Second by Council Member Wingo. Item number eight, permission to upset funds and enter into agreement. Motion to approve items eight through 12. Second by Council Member White. Item number 13, City of Buffalo Comprehensive Emergency Management Plan. Motion to send finance Second items 13 and 14. I'm sorry. Second by Council Member White. Item number 15, garbage collector license. Motion to approve items 15 through 17. Second by Councilmember Nowakowski. Item number 18, purchase sale of obsolete equipment. Motion to approve. Second by Councilmember Fielder. Item number 19, second quarter gap 2022-2023. Motion to send finance items uh, 19 through 21. Second by Councilmember Christopher Scan. Item number 22, liquor license notice. 
Motion to receive and file items 22 through 24. Second by Council Member White. Item number 25, notice of appointment sent provisional and permanent. Motion to send the civil service items 25 and 26. Second by Council Member Bowman. Item number 27, Bicycle and Pedestrian Advisory Board. Motion to send the CD. Second by Council Member Wingo. Item number 28, Support for No Mo May 2023 Initiative. Motion to receive and file. Second by Council Member Columbus. Item number 29, Decision to Not File Individual Community Center Lease Agreements. Motion to send the CD. Second by Council Member White. Item number 30. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Who has the floor? Thank, thank you, Mr. President. I um, just wanted to speak to this issue regarding the individual community centers. Um, I want to thank uh, Mr. Greenspan, the Director of Real Estate, for coming and explaining their rationale for not sending the individual leases as we asked them to, as he said they would. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the conversation with the community because my whole issue regarding renewing a community center lease is making sure the community is engaged in the conversation about how the community center is used my particular community center is not used to the fullest extent for the residents in my district, and that's an issue. And so I'm looking forward to conversation to make sure that we pinpoint exactly what the residents' needs are and we address the lease based on the needs of the community, not just a boilerplate lease. Here it is, this is what we're gonna do because this is what we always been doing. Well, it's not gonna happen this year in this particular instance um, because again, um, the residents of my district, unfortunately, have been moved out of that particular community center, Edward Saunders, and moved to other areas. That's not right. It's not fair. And we want to make sure that through this lease, we fix that. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, President. And they were, the administration, Mr. Greenspan, was very open. Uh, as a matter of fact, I talked to him again. We'll talk to the administration this morning about it. Um, and them even wanting to take it a step further uh, to make sure that our community centers and that there's conversations with the council members so they will be doing that thank you sir item number 30 concerns hazardous condition 190 stevens avenue motion to send the cd second by council member wingle item number 31 letter to council regarding buffalo water update motion to receive and file second by council member fear letter item number 32 special use 430 cumberland for not owner occupied motion to send the legislation city planning board items 32 and 33. second by council member nowakowski submission list civil service item number one appoint fire captain motion is to receive and file second by the majority leader item number two position allocation maintenance form motion is to approve second by the majority leader Rivera. item number three appoint climate action manager Motion is to receive and file items three and four. Second by the President Pro Tem Scatler. Finance, item number five, extend community center lease agreements. Motion to deny numbers five and six. Second by Council Member Bowman. Community development, item number nine, promotion of Ethiopia, peace and democracy. What, what number? It's item number nine, Council Member Golombek. He's going to detention. He's a teacher. Yeah. So if one of his students was talking when they called his name, they would have to go to detention. You're going to detention. Item number nine, council Receive member. Receiving file. <laughs> Second by council member Bowman. Legislation, item number 10, new tire handler, 2736 Bailey Avenue. Motion to recommit. Second by council member Wingle. Item number 11, new used car dealer, 1719 William. Motion to approve with conditions. Second by council member Bowman. Item number 12, new tire handler, 609 Wadden Avenue. Motion to recommit. Second by Councilmember Bowman. Item number 13, special use, 1557 Fillmore. Motion to receive and file. Second by Councilmember Wingo. 
Item number 14, special use, 321 Pennsylvania Neighborhood Shop. Motion to deny. Second by, and the reason for denial, building a signed lease with another tenant. Second by council member Nowakowski. Claims, item number 15, Azaria Bolden, 31,500. Motions to approve items number 15 through 44. Second by council member Fierla. Resolutions, item number 34, Elcom Movie Nights Fee Waiver. Motion to approve. Second by council member Bolden. Item number 35, Warm Up Act. Motion to adopt the results, remainder to CD. Second by council member Bolden. Item number 36, Old Neighborhood Parade Flag and Fee Waiver. Motion to approve items 36 through 38. Second by council member Nowakowski. Item number 40, support for New York State Bill Assembly 3181 and Senate 5092. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman, um, can we go back? Item 39 was the moving item. Um, let's see, we have, I believe there's a moving item. Maybe it's not here yet. I, excuse me, that's further down. We'll get to that one. Okay, okay. 39, motion to? We did, we motion did. Motion to approve. We took okay, we already did. Already. All right. Councilman Nokowski, did you have your hand up? Okay. <laughs> Next slide. Right. Item number 40, support for New York State bills, Assembly 3181, Senate 5092. Motion to adopt items 40 and 41. Second by Councilman Nowakowski, who has the floor. Thank you, Mr. President. These are two items that are in the New York State uh, Legislature now, and they're both in support of the disability community for two different reasons. The first one, the first bill, is uh, that's you know six six million forty percent um, of people that live in this country identify with somebody that is uh, living with a disability. And the main problem that many people with disabilities are living with are access to transportation. And this bill that State Senator Tim Kennedy, our uh, representative, is sponsoring is the bill would amend traffic law to make accessible buses available within a service area measuring three miles from any bus line of the authority and its subsidiaries. And I encourage all of our local delegation to support this bill and to support people living with disabilities so they can get to and from where, not just doctor's appointments, but to get to and from where they desire to go to, to live meaningful lives and to go about their business um, and really be an active and engaged participant in our community. And the second one is a, is it's pretty an interesting bill where uh, this is something that Albany is looking at to, be able to give tax credits since we have such an old housing stock they're really looking forward to uh, having a, a tax incentive to start amending and fixing and refurbishing houses that um, increase the accessibility to those that are living with disabilities instead of just having to create new housing stock um, to make those accommodations but we can also make accommodations to housing stock that's already here and this bill would help that so I think that this council would be in support of that all righty thank you sir Item number 42, trailblazing sign for Daryl Saxon. Second by council member Nowakowski. Item number 43, appointment of members to the city of Buffalo affordable housing task force. Mr. Chairman, motion is to approve as well. Motion is to approve and we do have the list uh, before us and uh, thank you to all the council members who gave uh, input of uh, people to be on it as a very balanced list that um, in the past when we tried to do this, we didn't have as many people who applied. Uh, this time, I believe we had over 50, um, and then even people called later after the process. Uh, 
So there's obviously a lot of attention uh, to this and a lot of interest. Um, and so uh, thank you for that support. And they will be seated um, immediately after this vote um, and then begin meeting. Thank you. Okay, that was um, adopt. Motion was to adopt. Motion to adopt, second by Council Member Wyatt. Item number 45, ordinance amendment to chapter 175 fees. Motion to send to legislation. Second by Council Member Nowakowski. Did I miss 44? Mr. Oh. Mr. Chairman, did we skip okay. item? Yes. Item number 44, disposition of road property, Correct. city of Buffalo Urban Renewal Agency. Mr. Chairman, this is the moving item. Yes. And this is the item that you're going to approve with condition set an item number seven in CD or item number eight in CD yes. that you set with conditions. Yes, sir. Thank you. Second by Council Member Fierletto. Ready? Item number 45, or it is chapter of event, chapter 175 fees for commingling event permit fee. Motion is sent to legislation. Second by Council Member Fierletto. Item number 46, bond resolution. Motion to send to finance items 46 through 70 through 81. Second by council member Wyatt. Item number 82, transfer of funds for DPW. Motion to approve. Second by council member Wyatt. Any revisits? Hearing none. Let's Announcement of uh, committee meetings. Committee on Civil Service is Tuesday, February 14, 2023 at 9.45 a.m. Committee on Finance following Civil Service is Tuesday, February 14, 2023 at 10 a.m. Committee on Community Development is Tuesday, February 14, 2023 at 1 p.m. Committee on Legislation is Tuesday, February 14, 2023 at 2 p.m. Special Committees, Committee on Education will be Tuesday, February 14, 2023 at 11 a.m. Any announcements for your districts? Councilmember Wingo. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Again, uh, Masson will hold its monthly town hall, Masson District Stakeholders Breakfast, which will be held at the, at the Delavan Grider Center at 877 East Delavan at 9 o'clock a.m. We serve you hot breakfast. We have invited guests from both the city and the community and also developers who are uh, moving in our district. We want everyone to be informed. We also have information that block club leaders and association leaders alike can disseminate to uh, their respective uh, members of their organizations. Uh, also, just so everyone is aware that uh, when we have these stakeholders meetings, uh, we did receive an email from someone who thought that we were not being fair to opposition to ideas. We want everybody to be very, very clear on this. Uh, this is an uh, uh, information sharing session. These town hall meetings, they can ask me questions, I'll answer questions. I'm accessible to them once per month in live and living color at the Delavan Grider Center. And if there's anyone who does not agree with what the masses of Maston has uh, given me the permission to move forward on, you, are, you, you, are, you have a right to come to the stakeholders town hall and breakfast and meeting and, and, and state your case and convince the rest of the group, uh, the rest of the leaders in the community uh, who've already went back to their respective uh, uh, organizations and groups and convince them to, to, to go in the opposite direction if that's your pleasure. But we don't want anyone to think at any point that you're not welcome to come and speak uh, your piece on any issue or subject or matter that is happening in Madison District. We are open to everyone who wants to speak open to everyone who has an idea 
or even if it's not this uh, idea that's in agreement or alignment with the consensus, it doesn't matter. We still want to hear your voice. So come on down 9 o'clock uh, uh, on uh, Delavan at 8770s Delavan. Uh, the second Saturday, it will be the 11th of this month, which happens to be my uh, Ruby D's uh, birthday. She'll be 21. Jesus. Ruby D will be 21. This will be my third baby that has made it above 21, my goodness. But other than that, uh, Mr. Chair, I'll keep my comments brief because my grandbaby is waiting for me in my office. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Any other announcements? All right. Motion. Motion, Motion to adjourn. Second by Council Member Wyatt. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.